Hi, and thank you for tuning in to the Mind Affinity podcast. Today, I'm chatting with Dave Neal, uh, who has his own podcast as well, all about personal development. So I'm looking forward to having a chat with him and getting to understand what started him off on that journey and what he can share with you to help you to make changes to your life. The mind is capable of amazing things, and yet so many people use that immense power to hold themselves back. Imagine what you could achieve harnessing that power and using it to push yourself forward. This is the Mind Affinity Podcast, the place for advice and inspiration to help you empower yourself. Dave, thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, For my listeners, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, what you do. Uh, Hi guys, thanks for having me on, Duncan. Um, I've been looking forward to having a little chat with you since last time we spoke. Um, Yeah, my name's Dave Neal. I'm one half of the Forward Thinking Podcast. Uh, My other co-host isn't here today. His name's uh, James Bottin. Um, and basically our podcast is a personal development podcast speaking from just two real guys just going through the process. So it's a, a non-guru, sort of cloud nine, meditating every day type of thing. It's not like that. It's just two guys trying to get their head around it and sort of talking about our, our opinions on stuff, what works for us in the real world. Um, and basically just sort of just trying to share our, our experiences and sort of talking about how powerful just small changes every day can actually make to your life so it's almost like an accountability thing um as well um so it's nice we want to come sort of um have a listen to sort of like that type of point of view we're just two regular guys nothing special but we try and make a difference in the world excellent so what made you decide to start that podcast up um well to be fair i started on my own um and i did it almost like an accountability thing um from what i learned obviously i went to um a lot of personal development over the last five or six years, um, mainly because in 2015 or 2014-15, I was diagnosed with um, the worst form of skin cancer you could have. Um, and I got it all clear. I was all fine. You know, I was one of the, the lucky people, really. And But it did something to my mind. It, it destroyed me as a person because I just planned the rest of my life was I'll be lucky if I make it till next year. And then in that process, I sort of become fascinated with how I changed as a person and I didn't recognize who I was and I didn't really know what to do in terms of how do I get myself back to that person or do I even want to be that person because that person obviously wasn't strong enough to deal with what I just went through and I found personal development and started studying it you know I found people like Brad along the way um, studied people like Tony Robbins, Bob Proctor, Cos Crosley, all people like that um, and just sort of just sort of learn everything as I went along and as the time's gone on with the podcast and stuff I started talking to people and people said you should do something like a podcast or something people would like to listen to you because you're talking about a real point of view and that's all it was and I just stuck my headphones in one day um and just started recording stuff for YouTube believe it or not and thought let's let's do some stuff for YouTube some some motivational videos tips and tricks and all that type of stuff and then eventually I did an interview with a friend of mine who's a photographer who's actually my wedding photographer and I loved the interview process so much that I actually then switched over to podcasting because that was always going to be my intention. So I started off just being doing solo ones, bit of advice, quick five, six minute video, uh, like audios, then started interviewing people, bringing guests on and things like that, talking about business people, their journeys. And it was just, then it's just rolled from there. And recently the last say month and a half, uh, I brought James onto the podcast as well. James used to work with him in my previous job and he was another guy who I got chatting to and now he's all big on personal development and 
it sort of just rolled from there. And I think once I had the co-host come on and it was a bit more theme, and we'd done our first co-interview the other day as well. And, you know, it's just rolled from there. And that's the reason why I started it. It was more just to let people know that it doesn't matter where you are or what you thought you're going through. There is a way out of it. It's just, you've just got to spend the time sort of studying and listen to someone who's gone through it. Yeah, absolutely. Like I'm, I'm a big believer that it's very easy for us to just accept where we're at. And the, you know, the education system isn't really geared up and set up to inspire and encourage people to break out of well, their, their existing circumstances. Yeah, exactly. So there's always the ability for growth and to learn, but you need to start somewhere. Um, yeah. Personal development, listening to podcasts is a great way of doing that. So well done for, for setting that up. It's interesting. You spoke about how obviously that, that diagnosis was the big changing point. Yeah. And that's a really common thing. So there's such a thing as post-traumatic growth. It's referred to as one of the most common parts of that is a shift in perspective, a shift in priorities about what's important to you. Is that something that you experienced yourself? Yeah. I mean, I think, um, Croz actually put it quite well. Um, he said, there's two reasons why people change. If you hit rock bottom, we've got no other choice. You know what I mean? You really hit rock bottom or you hit an ultimate trauma where it's just so life-changing and hits you in the face that you're just like, wow, okay. Things have, have got to change now. And I think the bit for me was, is I got the all clear, but I'd programmed my mind so much that bad things were going to happen. I was going to go on to chemotherapy and all that sort of stuff, you know? that when it didn't happen and they said, no, so why it, it hadn't spread uh, around your body. Cause I'd have like all, all operations everywhere and that it, it almost didn't feel happy about it. Yeah. And at that point then I looked and thought, hold on. Well, and I thought I was going out living my best life, you know, celebrating all the time, doing drugs and drinks at the weekend and stuff like that. And things. So I was just living my best life and celebrating when in fact, what I was doing was crashing and burning, destroying everything around me. Yeah. And I just didn't realize it. And I sat there afterwards and thought, you know, I'd lost quite a lot of family members in my life to, to cancer and stuff like that. They all went through chemo. Some of them didn't make it. Some of them did. And you sit there and think, I got lucky. I was given a golden ticket. And what did I decide to do with it afterwards? I destroyed myself. And I sat there and thought, why? And when that, that was a significant moment for me, I asked, why? Why did I do that when it was quite clearly given another chance you know what i mean some people don't get that lucky i should know that it was my own family haven't got that lucky and i just sit there and think to myself why did i do that as soon as i asked that question i become fascinated and it almost became like i detached myself away from the problem the problem i had wasn't in me no more it was here and once i separated myself and looked at it i was able to adjust and go around it and that's why i was a study personal development work and it was why the mind does i still do it now i look at people look at what's going on in the world and sit there and think it's fascinating. And once I've created that detachment from it, that traumatic experience really did sort of destroy me, you know, and it was that, that build back takes a long time. It does. I mean, it took me five or six years and I'm only just starting now to feel like I'm in more control than I ever have been. And that's the thing, like it can take a long time. It doesn't have to, but it absolutely mm. can. But it's the journey, it's the progress and the process of making those changes that in itself, you know, people tend to think that it's all about this goal. So personal development's a great example of that. Um, when you're new to it, when you're first considering it, a lot of people come to it from a perspective of, what will I gain from this? Where will it get me? What's the end goal? What's the point in this? Yeah. And that's great. But actually, 
it's just as important, if not more important, in my opinion, to enjoy the journey. Yeah. And then once you get to that point within personal development, um, the, there's a tendency to then realize and to embrace that there is no end goal. It's about just growth, becoming better, doing more, achieving more, helping more people. Whatever your personal focus is from it, it's about continuing that journey and that growth beyond whatever end goal you may have had in mind to start with. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with that. And I think that's, I don't know if that's Western culture or whatever it is, there's always goal settings and you've got to achieve this and achieve that. And it's always, all of a sudden it's like personal development. That, that it's not something that ever ends. And then people, well, I don't understand that logic. Like you go to school, school ends. You go study this, you do the exam, you pass, that has ended. Now you get a job and you do that. But the question I always say to people, why do you want it? To, why do you want it to end? What's your purpose? What level is you going to get to? Because if you got to there and you was the ultimate guru and you had everything all locked in, and why would you stop? Because now you've worked on you. If you are that high up and you're that good, and you, why would you not then help other people? along the way so now your journey is continuing in a different way and it's and there's this purpose of it's like retirement age i hate people saying retire because when you retire people are like okay so i can work all my life just to stop doing anything and do what i want to be able to do and then most people end up just going fishing for the next 15 years of their life and thinking that they've done it and they're bored but when you look at it you think to yourself well, why would you not just continue why stop doesn't have to be work you why know? not do what you love now rather than putting it off and waiting yeah and that, that's what it's about. When you look at things like that, I think like you said about doing, having it, that end goal is certain things, there is no end goal. Business, yeah, maybe, you know, but then a business is always adapt. Once you hit one target, you move on to the next. Nothing ever stops. And it's this mentality of people, well, when do you ever stop? Because it's the, people associate stopping with relaxation and no stress. And, but that's simply not the case. Yeah, you, know, you if you just stop doing stuff, trust me, you have a lot more stresses. And if you carry on, if you just stop working tomorrow, I guarantee your stresses next month will be a lot more than what they are this month. The thing is, if you had no stress at all, you'd never get out of bed. You know, you'd never have something to strive for, mm-hmm. and that in itself, well, that's that's depression, basically, isn't it? You know, yeah, exactly. Um, it's important to have a balance. And see, something you were talking about there made me think about how there's kind of a bit of a myth around happiness people mm. particularly because you mentioned western society and culture and, and that plays a big part in this in terms of aiming for goals it's like we we buy a new tv and it makes us feel great mm. for a couple of weeks then we get used to it we are very adaptable and so when you base your happiness on uh you've kind of got intrinsic and extrinsic happiness if you like or things to go for so anything that tends to be extrinsic i.e you know a bigger tv a newer car look at my shiny thing look at this fancy thing that i've got yeah you get used to you become accustomed to it's just like once you're earning a certain level of income which means that your basic needs are met anything beyond that isn't going to make you happier it may afford you opportunities that can make you happier but earning more money on average doesn't make people happier Mm. And because as you then earn more, you then become accustomed to that as well. There's some things that we don't become as accustomed to. But the things that really make people happier, that last, that make a big and noticeable difference, are the intrinsic things. It's spending that money not on shiny new things, but going away on holiday. Spending that money on 
taking time with your family, with your loved ones, with your friends, whatever it might be, building those connections. These are all the things that make a bigger, lasting difference. So a lot of the time with this post-traumatic growth, people experience a shift from focusing on, you know, the stuff that is very extrinsic, like, you know, just showing off with your mates, going out drinking all the time, consuming, consuming drugs, drink, um, movies, fast cars, whatever it might be, all those kinds of things. Did you find that part of your shift? Because you spoke about kind of that destructive lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, when I was younger, I'm, I'm a guy from Dagnum, you know, Dagnum Dave. I, I couldn't be no more stereotyped if you, if you wanted me to be. <laughs> but um, I was quite lucky when I was 18. I got quite a well, well-paid job. You know, I was with my dad working in the warehouse, who was on more money than we should have been at the time. And there was those opportunities to earn loads. So it was all, you know, girls, cars, and all that sort of stuff. And when I actually think back now, I look at it and think, if I would have been more smart with my money, I wouldn't have been working now at 32. <laughs> Now I know what I know now, but back then that's what I did. You know, I was driving cars I shouldn't have been driving at my age. I was paying ridiculous insurances, all for for what? Look at me, shiny, blah blah blah. You know, and I think everyone goes goes through that. And I think it's it's sometimes it does take some people sometimes to sort of work that out. And I think the problem is people can get so much success having that mindset that it's a bit hard not to. Which is where the saying comes from: "I'd rather cry on a Lambo than on a bus." But then that's with the assumption that no matter what you do in life, you're going to be upset about it. Yeah, so I get the logic, don't get me wrong. I'd rather cry in a Lambo than on a bus, but I'd ideally not like not to cry in the first place. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, I think the, the short um, sort of dopamine hits that you get from little victories and shiny little things, that, they only go so far. Like you said, you know, doesn't matter how big your house is, you can still be unhappy. You know, and it's about the, the inner growth and doing things that expands yourself. Like for example, when I first met my now wife, uh, we went on a, a road trip. We bought a, a, a brand new car, Mercedes convertible, hadn't even tested the vehicle. We drove it straight to Dover. And in two, two and a half weeks, we drove all around Europe. We saw the Colosseum, Leaning Tower Pisa, went through Switzerland, and we covered about three and a half, four thousand miles across the board. And like you were saying about it's, it's about the journey, is the bits I remember the most is the sleeping in the car bits on the side of a motorway. And not so much the locations in which we went to because those in bits in between were the fun bits. And that was such a, a massive growth experience for me because I'd never done that before. I'm the type of person where I like things in law and order. I know where I'm going. I'm getting picked up. I'm going to my hotel and that's it. So she really brought that. I always thank her for that because that almost caused all the problems that I had because after that happened, I was like, well, I want a new life now. I don't want to be doing this, you know, nine to five working and it just being boring. Then I got hit with, with sort of skin cancer my whole life changed. So perhaps everything was all lining up anyway um, for a massive change. And ever since then, it, I, it's, it's massively changed for me. And I started appreciating things more. And you realise that people think, oh, I'd always want to go to Thailand. I always want to do that. I always want to do that. And you think, well, you can go to Thailand for a couple of grand. So yeah, but I ain't got that. But you just bought an iPhone, new iPhone, bro, <laughs> that you didn't need. You know, you, you're, you're paying 60, 70, 80 quid a month for that. Why? just save that up and go to Thailand. What's wrong with you? You know what I mean? That's from where I want to go next with, with my partner, obviously COVID. Miss Roan has turned up and sort of missed everything up a little bit. But, you know, I, I think material gain can trap a lot of people. Like I said, Western society of more, more, more. Don't get me wrong. I think it has its place. You know, I'm, I'm a big car fan. You know, I, I'll buy a car more for the likes of, I, I appreciate the art that's gone into it. So when I walk up to that car, I think, yeah, that looks, that looks like that. I don't care what other people think. It's, it's for me. 
but there's some other people that will change to get a brand new 60 plate and 70 plate and all that just so they can say they've got a new one. So you're not even enjoying what you've got. You're only having it so you other people can see it. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's a, it's a bit like... Just don't stay new for long. Yeah, it's like you see some super rich people buy a $50 million mansion and they'll stay in it once a year, but they can brag to all their friends that they've got it. I'm like, well, what's the point? I, I don't get that. That's the bit, you know, I'd always sort of struggle with. There's, there's levels to this game. You know, if you ain't going to use it, why have it? You know, if you're not going to look at it, why own it? And, you know, I think it's, that's the trap a lot of people fall into. It's more, more, more. This is what you can do. Boom, 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 boom. And that's what's going to make you happy. And the reality is, it's not. It's, you know, those things will not make you happy. They can give you short-term happiness, um, but they won't give you fulfillment. And I think this is what, people get confused with the difference between being fulfilled and happy. Happy is just a temporary emotion. You can't be happy all the time. Definitely. I'm the most positive, negative person you ever meet in your life. I wake up in the morning till I've had my coffee, just don't talk to me. But then after that, I'm, I'm singing like the praises of the universe. <laughs> you know, Everyone's got their, their levels, but I think you know, people confuse happiness with fulfillment and fulfillment isn't necessarily being happy all the time. It's just having that, sort of being content in yourself that, you know, you've made the right choices in life. Oh, definitely. I, in fact, I'd go so far as to say fulfillment in that context. Actually, you need moments of unhappiness as part of that because you know, true happiness or fulfillment or whatever label you want to give it, surely that doesn't come from not having anything ever go wrong that comes from being in control of how you react and respond when things do go wrong right Um, and and just to be clear that's not saying that you should be able to control your feelings it's that you can control how you react to those feelings so like you're going to feel sad at times if not then it well then when you finally do it's going to be a lot harder for you to deal with Um, but yeah not everything's always going to be perfect that's okay there's positives to find in that. These downtimes, these these difficulties can lead to amazing growth and changes. Well, you've experienced that yourself. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you need to be happy and enjoy that moment. But something you were saying earlier, actually, which I think is, is fundamental to a number of the points that we've discussed, it's about curiosity. Curiosity can be really magical. Because yeah. you, you said, um, you know, it all started with you asking why. You know, you need to be curious to start asking questions like that. And that's what spurs on so much other stuff. You also spoke about um, taking a step back and, and being objective about a situation. And I think that's true in what we're talking about now as well. Like, it's okay to feel sad. Taking a step back, noticing it for what it is, recognizing it, allows you to then choose what you're going to do with that. It yeah. allows you to put it in context and, and have perspective on it, which in turn you know which you get that that's what fulfillment's about it's about understanding that there's balance to it you're going to have down times but that doesn't need to have a, a huge negative impact on you you can be stable at the core and allow this change to happen around you you know yeah i mean it's the same you can't have good without bad and you can't have happy without sad or how would you know it was a happy moment and this is this is the thing and like you said about earlier about the journey when you you go through you don't appreciate that you appreciate the destination more when you realize what you've gone through to get there and i think what a lot of people fail to realize is you will have more bad days within reason you know i'm not talking about everything going completely wrong but you'll have more days where you'll feel bad about yourself or be damning yourself than you will have good days 
but it's pushing forward on those days which really push the growth through and then eventually you start to realize hang on a minute those bad days aren't actually bad days they're actually opportunities to actually just grow and it's just about just flipping in, in, this is my sort of opinion on it is when i used to sit and go oh, i'm having a bad day so i'm not going to do anything well i realized i had more bad days like it and when i had a bit of a bad day I think, okay what can i do about this those bad days turn into good days and then when I had a really good day and I was on top form, that was like up here. I was on next level. Nothing could stop me sort of thing. And that's what it's about. It's about making those growth. It's like the gym, for example, at James. You know, we both, well, I used to be a gym bod until everything sort of shut And I got a bit of a dead bod. Uh, but James is, is all over the gym. And it's, you learn a lot of lessons in the gym because every time you go to the gym when you didn't want to go, is now push yourself forward. Once you get there, it's okay. And it's that same mindset. You wake up in the morning, you don't fancy doing it. You don't fancy talking to that client. You think, oh, you know, I'm just going to cancel it. I'll, I'll reorganize it. Don't. Push through. Get it done because then you've got it done. And it's just those little little bits of growth each day. Use every sort of bad day as an opportunity to learn something. And if you just have that mindset straight away, like you said, it's about controlling how you feel towards it. So if you feel like, well, I'm on a bad one, well, then think, well, at least what can I do is learn something from this. Then it turns into a positive and you've still gained from it. And I think that's, that's the bit a lot of people sort of struggle with. They only seem to perform on the good days. But, you know, if a boxer did that, how many times in the gym would he fail? How many times would he not turn up? He'd never be a world champion, would he? I'm no. really glad that you turned that around. Because at the start, when you first said uh, you'll have more bad days than good days, mm. a little part of me that was going, ooh, I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, but I think your point then developed to say, you know, that's normal that's common to have more days that bad days than good days particularly if your perspective is that a good day is yeah things are falling into place and this is awesome and a bad day is anything less than that yeah. um then yes your perception will be that you're having more bad days but when you change your perspective on it when you change that perception then yeah like you said every day yeah more good days. because i think the thing is you'll find that like, the reason why i use that as an example is because in my own personal experience i, I knew what i was like i was blaming everybody else for my problems yeah. you know and when i went searching for personal development i wasn't ready for someone to tell me that oh yeah just think, change your mindset and everything would be great i'm just like you're crazy. You know, you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know this. You don't know that. And it was always excuses. And that's one thing when I looked at, I realized I was making a lot of excuses for why I was acting the way I was acting. You know, even using down to the fact of like, well, why I went through that. That's why I was, that's why I went, but that doesn't change now. That's then. And yeah. it's, that's just my own sort of personal journey, which is why I try to use that sort of example, because the people that might be listening to this, who might just be in their journey, you know, they could be sitting there thinking, well, it's easy for you guys because you've been doing it for five or six years, you know, and you've got your mindset stuff and, you know, you're, you're, you're actually a professional. I knew when I was myself five years ago looking in, I would look at somebody like us, listen to this and think, well, it's all right for them. They've got through it. I'm struggling now. And yeah. I'd switch off. And I found when I, I used that as an example to people, it made them realise that at the beginning it will be like, but it won't always be like that as long as you change the mindset. When you just give that sort of example... I, it changed everything for me. When I started looking for the good in the bad, all of a sudden every day was an opportunity, every day was a gift. That's when I speak to someone in the morning or like early afternoon and they say, oh yeah, it's just a bad day today. Whoa, no, 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 it's bad morning. Mm. Like, what stops the afternoon being good? Just because yeah, exactly. things haven't gone well so far doesn't mean that the whole day is a write-off. In the same way that if you've had a bad day doesn't mean it's going to be a bad week a bad week doesn't mean a bad month bad month doesn't mean a bad year like yeah you can have a crap morning things can go horribly wrong but you can still turn that around 
Yeah. And it's amazing the difference that makes just deciding that you're going to defy that and craft your own path, you know, decide actually doesn't matter what happens the rest of the day. I'm going to find something positive. I'm going to latch onto it and I'm going to make sure that there's something good that comes from this day. And I hope that something good comes from your day today. That's the end of part one, but Dave Neal and I carry on chatting for a lot longer and we've got plenty more to discuss. So do tune in for part two, which comes out next week. Uh, so yeah, if you in- enjoyed that today, guys, you want to find out a bit more about me. Um, obviously, I'm only one half of the team um, of the Forward Thinking podcast. You can find us on Apple, um, all the major listening places, Spotify, everything. We've got our own website, which is www.forwardthinkingpodcast.com. Um, we're on Insta, Facebook, we're, we're everywhere. So if you want to find out a little bit more about just two guys going through you know, their personal development journey, then come give us a, a little listen and come give us a little shout out.